right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Elevate Your Standards Podcast. I'm your host, guys, as always, Derek Lauder. Appreciate everybody that's tuning in. Thank everybody who's been listening. Seriously, you guys have helped this podcast grow at an awesome rate, and I just really want to say thank you for that. Today, I got a really interesting topic, guys. It's a question that I've been posing this last week, and it's a question that's almost impossible to answer. Almost nobody will even give you an answer, which is funny. Most people will evade it. They'll dodge it. They'll do anything they can to try to get out of giving you an answer. They'll change the subject. And it's very fascinating. It shows where people's heads are at. You know, I'm a firm believer that in life, you get your quality of your life is going to reflect the quality of your questions. Okay. And the quality of the answers you get is going to reflect the quality of the questions. And what that means is that you can go through your life asking yourself the very basic questions like, you know, do I think on the left or the right of this, you know, is this good or bad? You know, very basic questions. But when you actually start to ask yourself uncomfortable, intricate questions that require critical thinking and answers that may require you to compromise on some things, that is where you start to grow as a person that's getting outside of your comfort zone. So to people who won't answer this question, just, you know, it's encourage them to try to be open to answering uncomfortable questions and seeing where their head's at because it's very interesting. And I think people's response, whether it's like a very hard on one side or the other to this question, tells you a lot about their state of mind at this time. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the media, a little bit about um, what would happen if their narrative completely switched to something else. But first, guys, let's talk about the question. So the question is this, okay, should we change the maximum speed limit in this country everywhere to 40 miles per hour knowing that will save lives in the long run when it comes to car accidents because they're much more deadly over 30 miles per hour or 40 miles per hour whatever you know you want to put it at it's up to you but I personally would answer no to that question and it's a hard question though because when you answer no to that question you're pretty much admitting that you want to drive a certain way and to drive that way you're willing to take the risks associated with the fact that it may be more deadly and may cost more lives it's actually almost a fact that if everybody drove 40 miles per hour everywhere we would lose less less lives a year i don't know how many but you know and so it's a tough question it makes you feel not like it makes you feel conflicted inside Cause you're like, as a good person, I should be like, yeah, I should be like, yeah, I'll take that inconvenience. 40 miles per hour isn't that bad. We can all take that inconvenience to save lives. But at the same time, I haven't really met anybody who really supports this, like would be willing to support it hard. It's like, that's a good theory, but also people is, want their freedoms in America. They want to be able to drive 80 when they're going state to state. They want to be able to drive 60 on the highway, you know? And I think it's just very interesting when it, when people won't answer that question because I think that it's a very conflicting question and it's important to be able to, you know, not just take one side of, of a stand for everything, you know, and just be like, I'm putting my, you know, my flag on this side and I'm going to be stubborn about it and not, you know, even admit that I was, you know, not even try to see other points of view. And this is an interesting question because it just makes people really have to think about their priorities about if they're will, what are they willing to sacrifice, you know, for what? And why I think it's an interesting question in today's society, in today's climate, is because with everything going on with the virus, how we shut down the country and all that, you know, I think it's the same kind of question. It's the same thing people are dealing with. You know, they're dealing with the fact if they're like, okay, is is it worth it? 
Is it worth it to shut down the economy? You know, the negative effects that had on people's jobs and lives, whatever. Is that worth it for the amount of lives that we saved? We'll never know that amount of number. There's not a right or wrong answer to that question. You know, there's, that's why it's so hard. And, And people right now are trying to demonize anybody who views different than them. Like if, if they view that they should absolutely shut down and there's somebody who's like, we should open up, you know, they're, they view them as an enemy and as like, oh, you don't care about people's lives. I don't, I don't view it like that. This is a very conflicting question for a lot of people. It's like, you know, it's, do you care about people's lives? Do you want the least amount of people to die? Absolutely. But are there a lot of negative effects from shutting down that are also affecting people's lives? Like, you know, families that can't pay their mortgages that are going to be on the streets, this wave of eviction that's coming, no more jobs for a lot of people, uh, you know, insecurities. Yes, that's also a big deal too. And that's also something that we don't want to see. So it's a conflicting question. Same thing as this traffic question. It's like, do you want to save lives? Absolutely. Do you want to drive under 40 miles per hour? Not really. And, you know, where, at what point are we willing to just take a little bit of risk in life as we do with everything else. And I think one of the really good arguments I've heard about this is that, you know, we understand how many people about we will lose, you know, to traffic accidents a year if we were to lower the speed limit, but we don't understand the virus yet. And so we'd rather err on the side of caution for now and not risk losing, you know, a million or two people like was the original projections compared to erring on the side of, you know, not caution and losing way more than we thought. And I agree with that. That's probably the best argument I've heard for this so far. And that eventually maybe, you know, either COVID will go away or it'll become something like the flu where we've found a way to mitigate it. And, it, you know, it's it's uh, those processes are installed in everyday life and we lose a certain amount of people every year. It's, it's, it's a deadly virus at a certain percentage, but we found a way to contain it and make it as small as possible. You know, that is the greatest argument that you can make is that there is... We don't understand this yet. Now, I can see the counter argument to that too, that, you know, China's three months ahead of us and that we do understand it because a lot of people have recovered. And to be honest, I don't know the science behind it. I don't think many people that answer this question that are going to tell you that, they're going to tell you it's mutating or they're going to tell you, I don't think they know the science behind it either. I don't know it either. I'm not claiming to. I'm just looking at the data. The data is, you know, we're not losing, cases are rising, but the deaths are not spiking at an insane rate. But at the same time, I'm conflicted as well. You know, it's it's a very hard question because you want to save as many people as possible. But, you know, I just think that we should all try to see the sides that we view together. You know, we all want this country to eventually open safely, right? Some people think it can open safely now and some people don't. It's just that simple. And those two, those two sides of the aisle, we all want to get to the same goal. We just have a, two different ways of trying to get there, but it's not... People shouldn't demonize the people on the other side. And this question, you know, when you ask this question, people will get very defensive because they're like, oh, so you're trying to prove that I don't care about people's lives. No, We're, I, I like to ask this question because it's a conflicting question and it shows the predicament that people are in with all of this, with everything today. It shows the predicament that people are, you really have to answer questions that conflict you. You know, what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice to save lives or for your privacy or whatever it is. It's what we're facing going into this new age. And so it's a very interesting question. You know, do I think we should lower the speed limit to 40 miles per hour everywhere? Absolutely not. I like to drive over that. It would make the system more inefficient. Um, I think that you take a certain amount of risk when you drive and that you should drive, you know, as safely as possible. But at the same time, you know, I, I kind of feel like a prick saying that because it's like we could save a lot of lives if we did. So it's conflicting. Same thing, 
you know, same thing that a lot of people are dealing with. So just don't, you know, these two sides of the aisle that people are on are not that far apart and we all want to get to the same place. Nobody wants, you know, America to economically collapse. So maybe a small, small, small percentage of people that are like, you know, just anarchist or whatever. But for the majority, they don't. People, you know, are reasonable people on both sides of this issue. And they want to get to one place, but they want to do it a different way. And so we should just try to see what we all have in common. And this question, I think, is a really good conversation starter. If everyone can say non-defensive, which is really hard in today's society, and people are willing to answer and kind of like put themselves out there and, and kind of see where their opinions are at, you know, it's interesting for them to see it as well. I think why a lot of people don't answer this question is because they don't even want to acknowledge that. They don't want to have to come to terms with like that conflicting questions. They just want to take one side stay home, save lives. That's fine. But when someone poses a question that's conflicting or something that kind of challenges that they don't, they don't want to engage in it because they don't want to expand out of their comfort zone because it's uncomfortable. But the last thing I want to talk about is just, this is just a little touch on like, you know, the power of, um, you know, I don't like to just be like the mainstream media because it makes it sound like it's some like organization. I don't think that it's like some conspiracy organization. I'm just showing you how much people listen to what is on their TV screen. If on the TV screen, we just, like the the news channels were focusing on all car accidents that were like over 50 miles an hour and they played stories from them and like sad stories and they all day it was just about how many there were and how many there were in this state in this state you know it would be a lot easier to convince people about this about this mile 40 mile per hour law and so what you what people take in day and day and day day in day out day in day out it's like you know out of sight, out of mind. People know that a lot of people die from car accidents, but if they played it every day on the media and the stories of the people and their families and the first responders and all the, you know, all, everything that they do, um, which is, you know, I'll talk about this in a second too. It's from a business perspective. That's what you do. You, that's what people tune into is like, you know, it's stuff where they, they want information on stuff that scares them. So what are you going to do as a media company? You're going to, you know, lose all, all your viewers to your competitors because you're not covering the main big story. No, you have to compete. So you cover the big story and people listen. It's that simple. It's like people demonize, um, you know, companies and, and people who run these companies for operating in the way that maximizes profit. That's capitalism. I'm sorry, but it's, I think it's on us as a society to not just, you know, let that influence us, you know, to do other research. We have the internet, we have other options to check out all news channels even, you know what I mean? And just kind of form your opinion from multiple news channels on your TV instead of just one. That's a, that's a really good start. But as far as the, you know, that goes, if they were to blast that narrative, you know, or just one channel, it would just be, this would have a lot more traction. And again, I don't want it to have traction. I'm not saying that it should. I just think it's an interesting conversation starter. All right, guys, that's the podcast for today. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, you know, go ask, make this conversation starter. Ask this question to a couple of your friends. See what they say. See if they evade the answer. I put this on my Instagram story. I'm going to post the the percentage of people who answered it that saw it after. I think it's going to be very low. All right, guys, continue to work on yourself. Live discipline. Elevate your standards. Follow me on Instagram, at Derek Lauder. Get updates on all the newest stuff. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one.